and welcome to another episode of What's Up Sexy. Hell yes, I'm Amy. And I'm Val. Welcome, welcome. Yay, we're so happy to have you here. Yes, thank you for riding with us another week. Another week and here we are. Just keep busting along. Yes. <laughs> like the rest of the world is doing with everything that's happening right oh now. Oh my gosh, everything that's happening. Plus Mercury retrograde. Ah, take care of yourself, kids. Exhausting. <laughs> I feel like I have Dory over and over in my head yes. just keep just keep swimming, swimming. Just, just keep, keep swimming. swimming swimming it's like i feel like i'm always drowning <laughs> and now you could drown right <laughs> how have you been i've been good i've been well like i said mercury retrograde has been a lot and i've been feeling so many different kinds of shifts in all aspects of my life and um but at the same time it feels good like I shifted something I did for myself recently was just shifted my perspective and I feel like that helped a ton that's a a huge change yes yes it is to be able to like you know I I think I was kind of going around in circles with like different things that's been going on on in my life and I could feel myself feeling like overwhelmed and then I kind of paused and I was like okay what would it look like to look at it from a different way Mm -hmm. like rather than from on the ground feeling like I'm chained up and like nothing like it's just like oh my god what what direction am I being pulled in I feel like trapped kind of but then looking up and going no like from a higher point of view and just going like look at the things that you've done like I've I've just done a lot of things where I feel like I've definitely been getting out of my comfort zone in so many different ways and I've had to kind of step and look from that perspective like no what you've been doing you've been doing like brave shit you've been putting yourself outside of your I comfort can zone attest to that yes yeah. you have been yeah and I think like um it can when you're in the moment it doesn't feel as brave you know what I mean like mm-hmm. sometimes when you're doing stuff it's just like scary as hell it's scary as fuck but having to just like look at it from a different perspective like damn that took balls you go and like celebrate from that moment so learning how to shift perspective as well as celebrate like my wins has been what I've been working on so that's feeling good oh good yeah that's, that's very <laughs> yeah and I mean honestly too like you're always in control yes like you have have the right and control to change your environment and yep. your perception on yep. what is going on for you whether that's for work whether that's for your relationship mm-hmm. whatever it is like you have that power exactly it's however much you get in tune with that power yep yep connecting project it out yep connecting with it and also trusting it yes and trusting like trusting yourself and trusting where you're going and like even if you don't have everything put in place sometimes that's not how life goes and so just going with it anyway yep yeah the flow of life (laughs) the flow of life never boring right (laughs) I say that all the time I'm like man my life could be a reality tv series people would be thoroughly entertained with the shit that just continues in my life I'm just like wow it's just it's to the point where it's like entertaining. Yeah. Like it's like you can't even can, be mad. Right. <laughs> Sometimes like, you're like a- at this point I'm just like, this has just gotta be a joke. Right? Like this is all just so funny. Like I just don't even understand how this is real. But it is. It let is. me let me tell you. Yeah. It's real. Well, I was gonna say that being said, how's your week been? Oh. <laughs> Today, I'm doing much better. I've been having some major issues with my home, Mm -hmm. and um, renting is definitely, you know, I always thought was the easiest path and, you know, things that you wouldn't have to deal with if owning a home. And Mm -hmm. now I'm starting to realize that landlords can just be the absolute shittiest people. Yeah. And so it's been a lot and Mm -hmm. it's been a lot of change as well. A lot of trial and error. It's been Mm -hmm. a lot of challenges for me to push myself to, you know, see what my rights are for myself. Like I've had to educate myself a lot this last week and a half or so about what my rights are Mm -hmm. and where I stand. And and that's even in legal standing as well. And, you know, it's great knowledge to have, especially like in this continuation of life, I will probably start, you know, still rent Mm -hmm. from now and down the road. And so like having that knowledge of like what my tenant rights are and different things has been nice to know. And also I've been asking for help more, which is Mm -hmm. very hard for me to do. I am such a me, I can do it kind of person. So I've been, I've been doing better. I've been challenging myself to ask for help more, which has been 
amazing. Like I've gotten so much support and mm-hmm. so much backup and it's really pushed me to be better. So it's been good. And good. now we're on the up and up and I've found the light at the end of the tunnel. Yay. I'm going to be leaving my place due to unhealthy um, cir- circumstances. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, poor ventilation there's just moisture there's mold and everything like that so just like headaches are constantly happening so it'll be good to finally be out and have a new place that I feel a little bit more safe and comfortable in so I'm feeling much better (laughs) but if you had asked me a few days ago oh god I know it's a whole different (laughs) podcast episode (laughs) I'm just crying (laughs) and just exhausted no fair enough But I honestly, I sent, I think I sent you a video. There was a video I saw, I think on TikTok or something. And it made me feel so much better, Mm -hmm. even as stupid as it was. And it was just a putting yourself in perspective. And it was someone zooming out on everything of the world. Like it started off in the planets and then outer space and then the universe. And I mean, it just kept zooming out and like we're all of a sudden molecules. And at the end, she was like, see, you're just a mole on the butt crack of the universe. (laughs) Nothing to worry about. And I was like, oh facts it's so true it's like i remember that like yeah just seeing like it's like one what like one star or even our galaxy being like one star around billion stars and all this other stuff it's like oh my god and you think about it just yeah it will be like it's all right (laughs) there's so much more out there it's just it's okay the world in itself and the the galaxy and the galaxy this and the existence of whatever it is is huge it's so big we can't even think about it in our minds or imagine what it would be like but Mm -hmm. like things here are not that big not that big in comparison I think it's good to get that shift in perspective sometimes and just going like okay I can breathe I'm here it's okay it's okay and 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 honestly it shall too pass yes I I, always it always will I mean you you I can guarantee everyone has gone through something that felt like the end of the world and you felt like you didn't know how you were going to come out and you didn't know what was going to happen for you or whoever was involved and you're here now and you've moved past it and exactly you're, it, it it all will pass. Yes. You'll be able to get past anything. It's yes. just being able to persevere and keep yourself so secure and knowing mm-hmm. that you're going to be okay. Because at the end of the day, you will always be okay. A million percent. And, you know, if you're not in that place yet and you're still stuck in the dick sand and still which is like just, <laughs> the, just the, oh, my God, I'm flailing around. But just knowing it's okay. It's going to be okay. You will find where you need to be. Everything yep. happens for a reason. Yes, it does. I firmly it does. believe that. I do too. When you're able to, especially like, I think when you take the time as well to just look back and reflect a bit and just like see how far you've come and just see the ways things have connected each other and also like how, you know, you wouldn't be here if we're not all those things. Exactly. And so, yeah, just like taking a moment to pause and just like, okay. Right. It's going to work out. It's going to figure itself out. Whatever's going to happen is going to happen. I also have noticed, and I feel like maybe I'm just being like super analytical of my life right now, but (laughs) I'm like, man, I feel like the things that I've wanted are coming, but not in the way that I wanted them. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. And so I'm like, I've been like projecting or manifesting these things that I've wanted Mm -hmm. and I'm getting them. Yep. But at what expense? Yep. I've been noticing that the, every magical wish that you make, there's always a consequence to right. come or or something, you know, attached to it. It's mm. never necessarily free. So just be careful. Mm. Also, like that's what I've been like f- focusing on a lot of just being careful of how I'm projecting what I want. Out. Right, right. And maybe even being more specific with the universe than yeah. on stuff. I was gonna say, like I because I I feel that heavy. Like I could be asking just like I just need patience. I just like I would love to grow more patience. And the universe is like, dope. Here's 75 opportunities for your patience. Let's and make I, your life like, living hell. Right? And so and so I've been I've been asking more, just like, can we do this with ease? Yeah. <laughs> can we have ease? Can I ask, can I get patience in this day at this time Seriously? when I'm cleared? My yeah. schedule is cleared. <laughs> right. And it's but it's so funny because it both it works both ways, right? Because with the manifesting of just like um be careful what you wish for, but it could also be like just super surprising. Yeah. And so it's both it's both. So it's it's a fine line for yeah. sure. So just yeah. Be mindful. <laughs> Absolutely. And like like with everything that you do too, like you'll find some value in it. Yep. Like 
like the thing that I'm going through right now, it sucks. Mm-hmm. Like I am so drained. Yeah. I couldn't tell you like all last week. I don't think I really ate. Yeah. I was barely sleeping, you know, trying to drink water, but like, I just couldn't, I couldn't wrap my brain around on taking care of myself. Yeah. And, um, you know, I was, but I was able to like find help and I was able to ask for help, mm-hmm. which is something that I obviously, like I said, I, I don't do. Yeah. And so that was my lesson. Yep. I got it. I yep. got help. I finally asked for it, but it was like me t- like withering myself yeah. away <laughs> to like finally ask. And it's like, okay, I see, I see the benefits now. Yep. I get it. Yep. I'm I here. Yep. President exactly. accounted for. Yes. Put me down for attendance. Yep. <laughs> and you know, those lessons, <laughs> they are not easy. Growth is no. not easy. And not always. It's like, sometimes it's like, it's simple, but not easy, you know, and just slick and it will rock your ass so it's great to have (laughs) it's great to know when to ask for help and to just yeah kind of strap yourself in for the ride (laughs) it's gonna be bumpy but it should be fun it should you'll get there you'll get there (laughs) awesome are you ready for my favorite part of the podcast yes a little namaste bitches namaste namaste bitches yes (laughs) this is literally i don't even know it just puts me in such like a good mood i'm like man this is the shit i needed to hear fuck yeah little mindful moments i'm here for it um yeah so this week on namaste bitches i'm so excited because we actually got a question from one of our listeners oh my god shout out to ritma so cool (laughs) it was it was so cool she was just like I would love to ask a question. I was like, yeah. So if you guys have questions, please reach out to us. Yes. And so this one's for Ritma and what she asked. Um, and so actually before I start shuffling, let me just, let's get ourselves ready and then I'll go into the question. So I'm going to invite everyone to go ahead and close their eyes, settle in, and just take a moment to notice how you're feeling If there are any parts of you that feel really tight, just taking a deep breath in and letting it out, sending that breath to those different parts of your body that need a little bit more love, a little bit more peace and relaxation. And in this moment, I'm going to invite in angels, ancestors, and guides into this space, as well as Ritma's angels, ancestors, and guides into the space as well to help connect and get the information that she's looking for. And so I'm going to shuffle the cards. And so what Ritma asked for, she really just wanted like general advice for someone in their 20s who is looking into careers and like what what they need to know about that, what they can do, um, which I'm so excited to hear what the cards have to say, but also to talk about that a little more. <laughs> Maybe that can be, I feel like that can be an episode in itself. It's oh, just uh, like, I literally have had the same thought while you were speaking and I was like, I have so many comments. Yes. So, <laughs> I have so many thoughts. Right? So many thoughts. This so is the perks see. of having a podcast. Seriously. We get to say how we feel in our thoughts. <laughs> our thoughts and things. Yeah. Oh, man. But yeah, so let's see. So thank you, angels, for making your presence known and thank you for revealing to Ritma what she needs to know for the highest good okay and so let's see lay the cards out in front of me fan those little bad boys Oof. let's see what they've got mm-hmm. Ooh, okay let us see I'm what so it says. Excited. I know, me too. Ooh, interesting. So be devoted and committed is what this is saying. Oh wow. my gosh. Okay. This one I want to read because I'm so fascinated to hear how that'll go with this. Oh my gosh, I'm so wow. excited. Right? I mean though, like just without you even starting the reading, mm-hmm. be devoted and committed. Yep. When you're talking about careers. Right. I think that's one of the biggest struggles. I think so too, for sure. Especially because like, you know, um, it can be hard, I think, when you are trying to be there and you're getting so many messages from other yep. people. And so to just continue along the journey, especially like, I don't know, that journey 
towards what it is that you really want to do. And I feel like that's where the be devoted and committed could look towards is just like be devoted and committed to what it is that you want to do. Like, and that could be just finding out, you know, like exploring and figuring it out and like not letting things just continue to stand in your path and just going down with it, whatever that looks like. That's wonderful. Ooh, I'm so excited. Okay, I'll read the message. So (laughs) it says, be willing. So the short message says, be willing to go the whole road and back again. This will allow you to be the best you can possibly be. And it says, devotion is a powerful energy. Right now, angels and ancestors want to acknowledge how committed you are to your growth. Your continued dedication to this aspect of your life has been recognized and your understanding that you are not only a body, but also a soul is all you need to continue growing and expanding. The energy of oneness is offering itself to you now and it's important you take some time to integrate it all so that you can be supported and guided by it. This is what the divine wants for you. Make a note of experiences or teachers making themselves known to you at this time because you are going to share those teachings one day too. Ooh, oh my God. That was pure insanity. Wow. Oh my God, I love it. I love it. So just, yeah, not allow, you're just going to keep going down, not allowing things to knock you back and just keep going. And then one day being able to be that sage and be able to teach things to other people. Yes. Which makes sense, right? Because in life, like that's what we're doing a lot of times. That's what we're doing here. Yeah. I feel like it's like learning through our own experiences and, being, and helping to pass that down. So, uh, that was a great card yes. for that question. Like it just blew my mind. I'm just like <laughs> trying to even process it. Because I mean, if you think about it too, because there's there's so many, I think people that want to explore a mm-hmm. different avenue mm-hmm. that's not necessarily conventional. Mm-hmm. And there's so much background noise yes. that blocks that. Yes. And makes you feel like you can't commit or devote to it because it seems like you shouldn't. Yes. Oh my God. And it holds people back. It and holds like people I, back so much. I honestly think that like the most important thing is to find something that you love to do yep. and do it. Whether that's even, you know, whatever the standard that you think that you have to hold yourself to, mm-hmm. like check to see if that's your standard or someone else's standard. <laughs> Ugh, Amy, speak the facts. You know? <laughs> yes. Like I, I think like if if you wanna work part time as a barista and you're having the fucking time of your life Mm -hmm. and you're paying your bills and taking care of you fuck what everyone else says yep i don't think you should care no i think you're having the best time and just go with it right and and who knows where that'll lead you when you're just chasing your own joy and doing what feels right for you intuitively rather than listening to all of the conditioning and what others who are honestly living in fear are saying and telling exactly. you what to do because that's what they did and that's what quote unquote worked for them. Israel's so, company. Oh my god! Oh. Fucking be bold, people. Do what you want to yes, do. Life do is too short. It is. You're a freaking mole on the butt crack, <laughs> butt crack of the universe. Who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? Live your life for you. Yes. yes. Oh my god, I love it. Ritma, hope that helped. Let us know. Keep us posted. And anyone else, if you have a question for the cards, let us know. And also. If you have a question in general, reach out. We would love to help you out, hype you up. Like maybe we start a hype corner Fuck or something. Yeah. <laughs> a hype, a hype segment. Yes. Also, too, like if you always have ideas of what you want us to talk about, if you want to hear what you want to hear. Yeah. We are all ears. Always. Always we're down to talk always about. Always down to talk about yeah, anything. Yeah. But for now, we're just going to keep talking about what we want to talk about. Exactly. So. <laughs> Unless you guys so, have ideas. I was going to say, so thank you for listening as well on the ride. Yes. <laughs> as we figure out this wild thing called life. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> just like sometimes, sometimes with our eyes closed and fumbling, fumble fucking our way around. But you know what? Sometimes doing it, 99% of the time. I was going to say 99% <laughs> of the time, but you know what? Just doing it with some fun and a smile on our face and just fucking trying. Just working our <laughs> way twerking our way through life Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. i want to step back but i want to twerk with a okay <laughs> i was here for it i was getting into it thanks you're welcome oh my god okay so are you ready for our main topic hell yes i am Yee! i'm so stoked for this topic yes i am too like when you brought it up i was like yep let's go let's talk about it <sighs> we are gonna talk about dun 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 attachment style yes 
fuck. I just, I'm so excited to talk about this, especially like for people who don't know about attachment styles. I'm so excited to be able to share this because I know it changed my life. <laughs> for real. <laughs> when I started learning about this and yeah, it helped me to shift a lot of the things that I was doing. And yeah, I'm, I'm super stoked. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of the references that we're going to go off of are based off of the attached book mm-hmm. by Amir Levine and Rachel Heller. I'm not sure if I said their names right, but that's who it's by. Um, yeah, and it says the new science of adult attachment and how it can help you find and keep love. Yes. Oh my gosh. And isn't that what everyone's looking for? I feel like, I think we've talked about this before, but I'm just like, everyone is at some point. Maybe it's not just romantic, but love in general. It's what everyone wants. Yeah, so, I was I yeah. was taking a course recently and that was one of his main topic points was how you rate the scale of your life is based off of your relationships mm. and how those feel for you and where they are on that level because at the end of the day you look back at your life and you know, you've worked your ass off and then what are you what are you appreciating? It's the love. It's the love. It's always the love. And whether it's your relationship for yourself mm-hmm. and how that looks for you or your relationship with other people. Yep. It's always about your relationships. Yep. And it's something to really like take consideration for and like love and care about. Yep. And be mindful about for sure and be more conscious when it comes to that. And I feel like I got a lot of that from, I haven't finished the book, but the the parts that I did read where I was just like, oof, oof. Yep. Let's get in this. (laughs) Be prepared to get slapped in the face. Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. Where do you want to start? Should we start with the first, like, let, like, what do you guys, well, let's talk about what the attachment styles yes. are. Yes. Oh my God. Okay. So there are three different kinds. And four. So, oh yes. Ooh, four. Oh my God. The other one I think <laughs> doesn't bad. really get talked about that much. Yes. But there's four. Okay. Facts. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> um, you've got secure. Mm-hmm. You've got anxious. Mm-hmm. You've got anxious avoidant and avoidant. Yep. And these are kind of categories of how you handle your relationships right and I think I read I was reading it was just like attachment because it's like your attachment system and what that does is it allows you to monitor the safety um, and availability of attachment figures in your life Yes. Yes. And what attachment is as well is like it's an emotional bond with another person so yeah which is the definition of relationships exactly. whether it's friendships or whether it's you know platonic or it's you know really down and dirty I don't know what you guys are <laughs> but you know trying to figure out and also this is this is a great the cool thing about this book too is because um, you're probably wondering well, how the hell am I going to know which one I am this book actually has a test for yes. you to answer questions about yourself answer questions about your current relationship your past relationship whatever it is to get your answers and mm-hmm. it kind of guides you on understanding where you sit and what that means for you and what it looks like and how you go about things in your relationships yes um, I learned a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll, I'm personally, I am an anxious attachment person. Same. Um, which means for me, like I attach very easily, mm-hmm. but depending on the person, I, my anxiety can be through the roof. Yep. I'm constantly wondering, questioning, thinking, like thinking things, trying to find my security and what it is. Um, and depending on the type of person that I bring in, is going to kind of fluctuate of where I end up. Yeah. Because yep. um, the thing about secures and, and um, a secure attacher is they're secure in who they are. Mm-hmm. They're secure in what they're offering. Yep. Right. They're, they can be intimate. Like they are not withholding of their love. Mm-hmm. They are, they know what they want. They're like direct about what they want. They're not withholding of anything. And they just, when you're with a secure person, like even as an an anxious person, you are also going to feel secure 100%. because they validate your feelings. Cause I feel like that's a big part of being an anxious person is, or an anxious attached person is constantly needing reassurance validation, yeah, and validation in relationships. And, um, with 
so being with someone who's secure who can just give that to you you naturally it's like you're that anxious system in you doesn't flare up basically or maybe it does but I mean it won't flare up as often because that person is giving you what you need yeah, yeah. it makes you wonder what I was thinking in my head and I was like maybe this is just a me thing because I was like obviously another episode we're going to do is love languages yes and one of my like top love languages is words of affirmation mm-hmm. and I was like man I wonder if anxious attachers prefer words of affirmation but I guess like you could find security in like physical touch as well quality time access service so it can all all vary that's true but I would say I would say that they I would think that anxious I mean maybe maybe it's because I'm also an anxious attachment style but I feel like words of affirmation are huge for me right and but then on top of that though it's kind of just like there's a double-edged sword because while they're important then it's like what if you're with an avoidant person who gives you words of affirmation but that are bullshit and, right right bullshit, right bullshit, and bullshit. don't have the like aren't backing that up with their actual actions yeah and so yeah so I, but I feel you I definitely think words of affirmation help a lot but again like embodying that as well and not just fucking talking out of your ass absolutely <laughs> and we're not what I would like to state we are not here to offend anyone. If you're an avoidant, we we still appreciate you. No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, I guess. You're a person, uh, I guess, whatever. If you're too sensitive, move just, on. Yeah. <laughs> or just, you know, go away. <laughs> go be avoidant. I was going to say, yeah, be avoidant Do what you do this. best and go avoid us. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, oh. like, I'm like, love you as a person, I guess, but just, just where's my, like, garlic and na- like cross? <laughs> just yes. hiss. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. Um, so we've kind of talked about like how secure attachers are people that are secure in themselves Mm -hmm. they're secure in who they are they're secure in their relationship Mm -hmm. and what that means for them Mm -hmm. Um, and then anxious attachers are people um, that essentially can sway Mm -hmm. they can sway into anxious avoidant they Mm -hmm. can sway into secure Mm -hmm. Um, they're kind of just there and just have so much thoughts going on that depending on who is giving them these feelings is how they're going to sway right and because they're like super tuned in because that's what I was reading about the anxious person is that like for um anxious attachment people because we're so tuned into our partner it's like we're kind of almost on the lookout as well for any shifts in the relationship like if anything if there's like a hint that something might go sideways the anxious person like they found this in studies that that they're just like oh like what's what's going on and depending on who you're with that's gonna that could exacerbate things and so you know if we were with a secure person they could just be like oh no dude we're good like I'm just maybe it's an off day I think one of the case studies I was reading was there was um an anxious person and with the with their partner um their partner hadn't like answered their phone call um they knew that their partner had ignored it and um kind of could feel themselves spiraling but then thankfully their partner was secure and was just like oh yeah my boss was there so I had to ignore the call but you know blah 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 and gave them like the reassurances that they needed and it's like that that anxious person was able to go oh okay it's all good. Like, it's okay. Whereas if they were with an avoidant who probably would have been like, oh, fuck your feelings. What? Yeah. I'm, you're being crazy right yeah, now. Yeah, you're being way too... It's it's a lot. Yep. It's a lot. So get it together. And oh, to be fair, we haven't talked about more about what it looks like to be an avoidant. Yeah. And I actually just found a page in the book that kind of gives you more of a description of what each one of them is. Oh, yes. So I figured I could read that. Yes. Um, it says, if you feel comfortable with intimacy with your romance partner... Oh, sorry. Your romantic partner... Mm-hmm. Um, and don't obsess much about the relationship or about your partner's ability to love you back. You're probably secure. Mm-hmm. If you crave intimacy and closeness, but have a lot of insecurities about where the relationship is going and little things your partner tends to do to, tends to do set you off, you're probably anxious. Mm-hmm. If you feel uncomfortable when things become too close and intimate and value your independence and freedom more than the relationship, you're probably an avoidant. Yes. If you are both uncomfortable with intimacy and very concerned about your partner's abilities, you have a rare combination of anxious and avoidance. Damn. I, you guys got this. That's all I got to say. If you're an anxious and avoidant, it literally says a small percentage of the population falls in this category. So if you are, 
I'm so sorry. I know because it's just I'm like, like oh my to- god. <laughs> I'm sending you all of my love and security and positivity. <laughs> right? Because it's you just like, this. right? To be like, oh my God, both at the same time. I feel like I would just like stay in my own bubble. Right. And just like, it's okay. I'm just going to chill here. I'll love me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if they can even do that. God. Uh, what about a pet? They got, I mean. Um, There's something. There's got to be something. They've got Get a goldfish. Yeah. Maybe a, maybe a teddy bear. Right? <laughs> Damn, that'd be a lot. But yeah, that that would be a lot. But yeah, that kind of breaks down. So like, obviously, you you know, in the book, there's more information on that. But Mm -hmm. that kind of gives you an idea of where each one of those sits. Yeah. Um, Which I think is so cool to think about Mm -hmm. that you don't even realize that based off of where you sit in your attachment is how you base off your um, presence in your relationship. Right crazy to think it about. is it is and how and how things can shift right because we see like the different pairings of things so like a sec- again we've talked about like a secure person with an anxious person and how that can make them feel and also but then going to like an anxious person and an avoidant person and that's a lot to be and I think that's they say that that's the majority of what happens is mm-hmm. like anxious people it's like avoidant people are easily attracted to them because um Actually, what did they say? I think it's because it's like with the anxious person, they try so hard. Like they like it's like as soon as they feel the avoidant kind of going away, the anxious person's like, oh, my God, let me chase after you. Let me like let me bite after this love. And it's like that. It's like that person sees that the love is there and they're like, oh, okay. And then like pulls it's like this back and forth well they can also it's probably because they can also tell that they're anxious yes it's not like you know you have an avoidant and you have a secure person get together and it's secure people are all like fuck, fuck off this, yeah, yeah fuck this shit i'm out yeah. like i'm not here to play this game if you right. want to play this game i'm gone right and then it's anxious gone. Yeah. people are like i'll play i'll play yeah hi hi Aww. i'm here don't leave yeah like and then people they can and it's and that's the thing is I've also learned that avoidance don't necessarily do this on purpose. Like, no, I don't even think they're aware think, yeah, of how the they're part. pulling people back and forth of being like, hi, like, I care, I care. And then they get insecure in their own thoughts. And then, you know, the thought of being more freaks them out. Right. And they're like, back, 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 back. Right. And then they have that great day. And they're like, oh, where's that person again? Right. It's so great. It's so great. And then they're I like, love you. whoa, I'm good for now. Right. I'll call you next week. Like, Friends with benefits. That's what oh, you said. Yes. Just be friends with benefits with people. You don't need to, you don't need to entertain with right. yourself in a relationship. Just be friends with benefits. Right. Yeah, don't pull, don't pull. Oh my God, if only. But even then, because that's also a different kind of relationship. And yeah. I, oh my gosh, I feel like the emotional, like the emotional vulnerability of being friends with benefits with an avoidant would just be a lot. At least just be benefits. Don't right. be friends. Exactly. <laughs> don't, don't be it. Edi- don't be it. Edi- well, I think one of the things is that considered a one night stand then? Mm, a booty well, call. A booty call. It's a booty call. It is. But you know what? The thing is, um, is that anxious people have no business doing booty calls or None. friends with benefits because it's like, because we get attached so easily. It's like, you have to be able to just like, you just get caught in, you get sucked in and, and you're just like cling, 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 cling. So yeah, if you identify as an avoidant or sorry, and an anxious person and take that quiz and let it, do not fall into that trap of hooking up, of being a booty call, of just take your time, take yeah. your time. And I think we'll go into more tips later, but yeah, <laughs> I had to bring that up because I've definitely had that happen. I, you know, what's interesting is I feel like, and I wonder what your take is on this, Amy, about mm-hmm. switching. Like, um, cause I know we've talked about it with like anxious and how, um, it goes back and forth, but I really feel like I used to be more secure, um, in my relationship styles. And I think I was with more anxious people, at least my first, few long-term relationships and then I think after the second one um I was in this place of like not really knowing what I wanted knowing that I wanted love but not sure how to get it and then was like dating a bunch of people and um got into my like long like last long-term relationship where I was in this space of like huge vulnerability from moving to Seattle for the first time, not knowing anyone, not having like a tribe and then finding myself becoming anxious. Mm -hmm. Like, and and maybe it could be because he was avoidant as well, but like finding myself just like 
losing myself in this person and just constantly like wondering what they were up to, wondering how they felt about me, even though we lived together. It's just like, huh? And, and all of that stuff. And like from there, continued to be anxious, mm-hmm. like after, well, after the relationship ended and even find myself now, like, just like, oh my God, like what's happening? What's this? What's this? What's this? And it's like, fuck. Right. <laughs> and so, yeah. It's like a continuation of flow. Like I feel like for me, I feel like I can switch a lot too. Yeah. Like when I first, I feel like when I like looking back at my younger age and like when I first started getting in my very first serious relationship, I was definitely more anxious. Mm -hmm. I felt like I didn't know where I stood. I never felt good enough. Mm -hmm. And then his security gave me quite a bit of security. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I felt very secure in my relationship. Um, And then that secure person swooped away and then my anxious came back and so ever since then like my intermittent dating that I've been here or there with other people or whatever I've been anxious because I felt like I had that security and I felt so secure in that relationship and then it just went away went away you Mm -hmm. know like you didn't worry about the relationship because you you knew it was there and Mm -hmm. then it just went away and so then I felt like I, I definitely mingled in this anxious, this anxious hole of every time I would talk to someone, I was like always concerned, always worried. Do you like me? It's Do like you an not? obsession. It's like, it is because it's like, you feel like you get told. And especially I think too, like, I feel like your attachment style can definitely change based off of trauma. Yeah. And, oh, a million um, percent. Yeah. Because yeah. if you think about like for me. You know, I was very secure and then, you know, I had all of these things being told to me and then I got blindsided. Mm -hmm. You know, my relationship ended very abruptly without Mm -hmm. my knowledge of why it even ended. Mm -hmm. And you start to question and find insecurities in yourself about it. And so, like I said, it turned me very anxious because anytime someone would say something to me, I don't actually feel like I fully could have believed them right because I was like in my past you know I believe this person who made me feel very secure and I felt like I had a very secure attachment and then it found out it was all lies I was gonna say but then but that being said then do you think that that person was more of an avoidant person who yes I was gonna say masked is secure a hundred percent and that's the crazy thing is too is like this person who now I'm looking at like as an avoidant Mm -hmm. I was with them for like seven years And that's what's so crazy is it yeah. can just, it can be, you know, little people can be avoidance in so many different ways. It yeah. can be like, oh, every other week you're fighting with them of like, okay, why aren't you talking to me? Oh, you're talking to me. Oh, you're not talking to me. Oh, you're talking to me. It could go seven years. Right. And you're just not even as conscious of it. And yep. you don't realize. And yeah. all of a sudden they're just like, O-U-T out. Yep. yep. <laughs> Done. Yep. Um, and then like for me now, I'm in a very secure relationship Mm -hmm. with my partner and I feel very secure Mm -hmm. you know after reading those descriptions I'm like yep yeah yep yep. like I have no concerns I have no doubts my partner and I are very communicative and we have conversations and he's very secure within it with me as well and I think that is also like once again like you can it kind of depends on where you sit Mm -hmm. and it depends on what you allow your traumas from your past to take over right and where you sit on your attachments right and I think as well just like really getting in touch with yourself and paying attention like I think that's what um why I was so drawn to this book because I feel like I wasn't as like paying attention to things and then like I'm reading it I'm like oh my god those signs are literally right there because I think as um as anxious people tend to do um which I feel like it's a it's a lot of people who who fall into that anxious category a lot of people have trauma they do and what they tend to do is like like we've talked about how you attach so quickly but the thing is is like you don't give yourself the chance to really breathe and check in with yourself and you're so blindsided by like the love bombing or just like oh my god this is everything I've ever wanted and and also like the other lies that anxious people sometimes tell themselves which is like I'll never find something like this again so I better stick here and stick with it and deal with bullshit because this is this is as good as it gets it's so funny that you say that because I would literally just turn to a page in here and it says common anxious thoughts emotions and reactions and it says I knew this was too good to last Mm -hmm. and then it says i'll never find anyone else yep Um, Yep. it also says maybe if i look drop dead gorgeous or accidental things will work out yep all the all of these things maybe if this maybe if this remembering the case right remembering all the good things your partner ever did um so that you calm down from a fight 
Mm. Um, these are all just thoughts of anxious, you know, attachments and, you know, the emotions behind it usually are anger, sad, um, frustration, depression, jealousy, hostility, rejection. Mm -hmm. There's, there's so many things and, you know, acting out, acting manipulative, threatening to leave. These are all signs of anxious attachments. Yep. 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 And that last part being, I think they called it like protest behavior is yep. like how, yeah, how they show up when they feel like they're being, when, when their anxiety levels kicked in, basically when their system is switched on. It's so, it is just so fascinating. And just, again, being mindful, I think is one of the big things that you can do for yourself as an anxious person. And I feel like, you know, because we're both those, that's really who we're talking to. <laughs> Yeah. Here and maybe you're listening and you're an avoidant, but paying it. So I think honestly, everyone who's listening, just paying attention to what you're like in relationships. Like you know, do you fall into the more avoidant category? Why do you think that is? Or like anxious and or supportive? Like whoever it is, what's in there? And I think the thing is too is all all attachment styles can change. Mm-hmm. You know, just kind of like our perspectives. Yeah, it can always change. Yeah. So even if you're an avoidant. Do you want to be one? If you don't, look into why yep. you're being an avoidant and yep. what it is. And to be honest with you, it just might be you haven't found your person that you feel like you don't need to avoid. Right. It's someone that instead of feeling like they're taking over your life, it's someone that you're like, hell yeah, I want this person here during all the things that are going right, on. Right. And, you know, but that's also you then knowing what standards and expectations you have for yourself mm-hmm. and what standards that you're going to put out towards people mm-hmm. and having to have that up front and in person like from the get-go yeah yeah and i think also with the avoidance dealing with your shit fuck yeah deal like like if you want to get to that secure place deal with like look at the parts of you why why is it that you turn away from love you know why why is it that you feel like you're emotionally cut off and because i think um part of it too is like we get started i was reading that with attachment styles like it starts from childhood like they did studies and stuff like that on different people and start and just like everything it all starts from it all childhood it starts from freaking childhood <sighs> parents you gotta love them but also at the same them. time i know just like damn it consciousness but um i think it's with avoidance like they like a lot of avoidant people didn't grow up with that like nurturing and that care and so like it's kind of like they don't really know what to do with it when it's there or maybe maybe also part of it is like rather you know where we have the um anxious who clings with the avoidant that rather than clinging they're like no maybe like i feel like maybe they don't even want to get to that space because they're afraid of losing it a hundred percent. You know, and they're just like, I'm not going to open myself up to this hurt. I'm not going to trust you. And so, yeah, like digging into what it is that bring like brings that up with you and like looking at that in a mirror. A hundred percent. And the cool, th- like I said, like the cool thing is, is I feel like you can always decide what you want to be. Yes. Um, and in this book too, like there's so many hints and clues and tricks and tips and everything to kind of figure that out there's even a section on finding the right partner the secure way Mm. and one of it is effectively communicating your needs from day one yep and i am the firmest believer in that it's so true you never and it's funny because bless my partner his (laughs) his poor little soul who deals with me um it's funny because like i this is how our our relationship has started Mm -hmm. we have been very open and honest and very coming like in the beginning of our relationship we're always saying what we feel we're always expressing it we're not holding anything back and you know my trauma has always triggered me and you know I am anxious I'm Mm -hmm. still an anxious person Mm -hmm. I feel very secure with them but then you have your moments of feeling anxious and Mm -hmm. you know I always get triggered of you know is it gonna last yeah and the thing is is I get to communicate that with my partner yeah and I've been able to discuss that with him Mm -hmm. and be able to feel like I can express myself to him. And, Mm -hmm. and, and at the end of the day, he said, well, you've been you from day one. Right. And I'm like, yeah. And he goes, well, I've loved you from day one. Oh, so. Swoon. Right. <laughs> it's Isn't he ridiculous? Just, just like scoop me up off the couch. I'm just sorry. Like, it's okay. For no, all no. you people who just, ugh. 
I'm not looking. <laughs> it is beautiful. I yeah. love it. <laughs> but that's like the thing is like you get to realize about yourself is if you are who you are mm-hmm. from day one, mm-hmm. there's nothing that's going to come back for them to be like, whoa, 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 whoa. Right. Where's this coming from? Exactly. <laughs> you're going to progress as who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. And as if you're always communicating who you are and what mm-hmm. you have in mind at, along the way. Yep. It's never you're it's not going to come back on you. Right. You know, I feel like people forget that we're not here to impress others. Oh my god, no the fuck we're not. We're here to be ourselves. We're here to be ourselves and to love on ourselves exactly. and to, and to do our best. Exactly. Literally. Yeah, and it sucks that we think that other people's but yeah. We're yeah. we're trained, we're programmed Conditioned, to yeah, yep, to things. just to just give a fuck. Give a fuck. And it's like it's fine. Like people don't have to like you. No, they don't. They don't have to. They do not have to like you. They don't have to. <laughs> like it, you want people to like you, of course, and you want them to accept you. You want all these things, but honestly, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And that's okay. It's you okay. have to be okay with people not liking yep. you. And then guess what? You find the people that actually like you. You do. Oh, my um, I remember my my trainer said this to me once, where he was just like, because I was stuck in this like uh, validation and all this stuff. Like I want the acceptance, and he was like, Val, you could be the juiciest, sweetest peach on the peach tree. Ooh, but. First off, Some, I love that. I know, I know, I know. I was just like, he's like, you could be the roundest, juiciest peach on that tree and someone's going to come up and they're going to want apples. <gasps> yep. The disrespect. I know. How dare you not want my peaches? But Have you seen this peach lately? I know. Have <laughs> you seen this? How dare you? But no, it's true. It's like, 100%. there's, there's always going to be someone who isn't here for it and that's okay because you're still you're, you're, you're just yourself. You're just being you. And as long as you like that, then... That's all that fucking matters. And so being able to communicate who you are like, or and show who you are and also communicating your boundaries and being upfront in the beginning and w- like with whatever partner you're trying to be with is so fucking important. It really is. It really and, is. And not being scared um, of that vulnerability, right? Like, Because I know a lot of times when you're with an avoidant person, it, it's scary to share that part of you because they're like to not be sure how they're going to react and be like, oh, am I being too much? But with the right person, it's never, never too, too much. much. It is never too much. Also, another tip that I've kind of like found for myself is when you're communicating, communication is key, obviously. Mm-hmm. Make sure when you're communicating that you are checking in with the person you're communicating with to see if they understand exactly what you meant and how you were communicating it. Because in this day and age, you can say a word and it could be defined in everyone's brain extremely differently. So differently. It is different for everyone. Just even like the simplest of like, I like quality time. What does that mean for you? Yep. Does that mean we just sit in the same room and we watch a movie? Does that mean you're doing the dishes while I'm taking a shower Mm -hmm. and we're in the same house? Mm -hmm. Does that mean you're literally attached to me laying on top of me? Yep. What does that mean? What does it mean? Asking questions and going into depth. Not assuming. Not assuming and there's actually in the book, there's five principles of effective communication. Mm. And I was going to read them off yes, for you guys. please do. I honestly, I, I feel like everyone could stand to be better communicators. So please go ahead. 100%. Share it. The first one is wear your heart on your sleeve. Yep. The second is focus on your needs. Mm. Be specific. Don't blame. And be assertive and non-apologetic. I am going to instill all of those things much more. (laughs) Right? Right? It just makes you think. You just like stop for a moment and you go, Mm. hmm, do I do all of those things? And once again, what does it being specific mean to me? Right, exactly. Yeah, and what does being wearing my heart on my sleeve mm-hmm. mean to me? And I think for me, I know that means just being vulnerable and just, again, feeling safe enough to be like, this is me. And I love that part about being unapologetic because I feel like especially like, I don't know, for me, being a woman— apologizing is something that we're so used to doing for the most part, like a majority of us without even being conscious of it. And I know how many times like I have 
given more leeway to people than I should have and been like, like rather than being upfront and just, Preach. right. And being, and being apologetic about it, like, uh, and being like trying to be my upfront self being like, Oh, sorry. And just like, no, fuck that. No, no. Because why should you apologize for being yourself? Yes. And also for fucking standing up for yourself and like your own boundaries and your needs and being yes. vocal. Fuck that noise. If someone's going to make me feel bad about, which I've had, I have had just like, you know, oh, those are your emotions or this, this and like the gaslighting and all the bullshit. No, no, no more. No. Nope. Here I am. Unapologetic. Yeah. <laughs> Here. And obviously don't go crazy, people. Like if you're no being vicious to, towards someone. Oh. You should apologize. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, 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 no. That's not what we're but talking about. But <laughs> expressing who you are yes. and not being sorry for saying this is who I am yeah. and this is how I feel. Because unfortunately... Sometimes we can't control our feelings. Mm-hmm. We can most of the time. Most of the time, we don't get to decide how we feel. We don't mm-hmm. get to decide all of a sudden getting anxiety or feeling sad or happy. All we get to decide on is how we react to it exactly. and how we decide yep. to project it out. Yep, yep, and yeah, what we do with those feelings. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, there's another thing in the book. Jeez, this book is just. I'm, it's so good. I'm like Go pretty ahead. much reading it all for you well, guys. I was going to say this is so much. This is basically like our little book club, which right? I'm so down to I'm, also right. start. Oh my god. <laughs> it says five secure principles for resolving conflict which is kind of like what we were talking about yes number one show basic concern for the other people's well-being number two maintain focus on the problem at hand number three sorry refrain from generalizing the conflict Mm. four be willing to engage five effectively communicate feelings and needs yep which I mean when you read it you're like duh (laughs) but when you're in it you're like what it's oh what do you my want me god to do? right it's just like i is that in my language i don't think that is and that doesn't apply to me what are you Fight talking about flight. Now? Yeah, seriously but no i i really love that just like going to the heart like getting to the root of the problem being specific about it not generalizing i like that a lot because i think that in arguments it's so easy to generalize to bring up other shit to be like oh about this and this and no deal with the issue at hand talk about it and I love that also is just like be engaged with it and also paying attention to the other person being mindful of them yes. as well I think being able to step outside of yourself yeah and I think that's like the, the the thing that people forget to do like this is one of the things that I love about my partner is I get to talk to him about my trauma mm-hmm. and like yeah sometimes it can be really awkward and uncomfortable because mm-hmm. you're talking about trauma usually relating to exes mm-hmm. and you know one really wants to hear about your you know, your partner's ex, Mm -hmm. but it's them that it's every time, like we have these things that come up and I, you know, I start to have these feelings or whatever it is. And 99.99999% it's not him. Yeah. It's my trauma that's coming out and it's never been him, but I'm able to be like, Hey, I want you to know. And And we've actually done this multiple times where I'm like, Hey, I want you to know, like, these are my feelings right now. It has nothing to do with you specifically. This is what's happened to me in the past. And this is why I just, it makes me scared. Even though I trust you, it just makes me scared. Mm -hmm. And it puts him in a perspective of going, and he's so good at responding. Oh God, bless him. (laughs) He's so good at coming back and being like, yeah, no, I want to hear you. I'm Mm -hmm. understanding where you're coming from. Like, I don't want to trigger you anymore. Like, Mm -hmm. that's not my, you know, that's not where I'm sitting. Like, thank you for explaining to me. So I know, because in his head you know it could have come back and he could have spiraled on himself right right what did I do why why is she feeling this way with me I feel like I haven't given her any reason not to trust me what's going on here and reality he hasn't it's just because I've had issues before yep and you got to be honest you you do have to be honest and I think too like that kind of goes back to like having a level of self-awareness yes because you know what I mean because you're going in that knowing like hey this is my shit this is not necessarily you, but this w- this was triggering for me. I I don't think we have those conversations enough with people. And then to your point, the other person is probably left spiraling, just like, oh shit, what did I do wrong? And not not realizing that it was your own trigger. And so being able to notice those things and paying attention is so important, guys. Self awareness. But we're learning. We're, we're here. so learning. We're learning. We're here together. It's okay. Welcome to life. <laughs> It's a constant learn. As always, I know. I yeah. Every it's, second, every minute, every hour, it's always something new. Yeah. Always something new. For never real. right. I'm just like that's why I'm just like it's never boring. I'm like oh, interesting. Yeah, you just kind of got to roll with the punches. I feel like yeah. life is just one of those things where if you let it eat you alive, it will. It will. 
Oh my god, so easily. So easily. Fuck. Yep. Adjusting the mindset. <laughs> Pay attention to yourself. Perspective change for <laughs> Perspective sure. Perspective change for sure. Yeah. Oh my god. I feel like, you know, honestly, just I 100% recommend this book. Yes. It has given me so much thought yeah. and insight of just like why I react to the things that I do, mm-hmm. how I feel the way that I feel and it's just made me be more aware for myself. And, mm-hmm. you know, you don't even have to read this book necessarily if you're in a relationship or you're trying to find love or whatever. I mean, you can even figure out your attachment style for mm-hmm. you, who you are for you. Yes. Because I also feel like this has a lot to do with yourself. Yeah. You know, do you, are you secure with who you are? Ooh. Are you anxious with who you are? Ooh. Are you an avoidant of who you are? Because oh. there's a lot of people too who avoid who they are. They mm-hmm. pay attention to other people a lot more than they pay attention to themselves because mm-hmm. they're trying to avoid mm-hmm. whatever the hell's inside of there. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm an anxious person. I have a lot of anxious thoughts about myself. Mm-hmm. I'm an anxious attacher. Yeah. Fuck. You know, it's I, true. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've been feeling more secure in who I am and yep. where I sit. I'm more yep. of a secure attacher yep. to myself and I, yep. it projects out in my relationships. Right. I think it benefits so many different directions, not just finding love. I agree. But it's finding love for yourself. And isn't that what it always is? I yes. feel like at the end of the day is just being able to find that deep love with yourself to give yourself the things that you need and to give yourself the support that you need to dig deep in there. And then again, like, I feel like when you do that, you raise your standards, like your standard and and you're going to be able to just be like, okay, I'm not taking this. I'm not doing this. Or hopefully also able to see when that secure, that secure opportunity does come along and being able to be like, I am in a place where I can actually accept this. Bring it on, baby. Right? Exactly. Open mind, open heart. I'm here for this. Oh, that's, that's a great place to be. That's why I'm just like, yep focus on my self-love again and not even for the aspect of getting in a relationship because I, I have faith that that's one day down the road but I'm so right now focused on just loving on myself so hard absolutely and giving myself what I need so, absolutely yeah. and I mentioned to this to you earlier today before we got here how I because I know you're an anxious attacher mm-hmm. and I am too and I you know I said to you I cannot wait for you and everyone else in the world to know what it feels like to be in a secure attached relationship oh my gosh and I feel very blessed that that's Mm -hmm. where I'm sitting right now and the fact that it's never a question or a concern or where my partner is Mm -hmm. or what they're doing or what they're doing on their phone or who they're talking to or how I feel or how they feel about them because me and my partner are very communicative Mm -hmm. we talk a lot and mm-hmm. we talk very deep conversations mm-hmm. and you've mentioned before I, I I can pretty much guarantee my partner and I have talked about things that people haven't talked about in their relationships yes. that have been in for years years yes yes a million percent like that's why it always blows me away because I'm just like I've I've and I can only I can speak for myself but also for people that I've seen in other relationships I was like I've been in multiple long terms and had not had that conversation as early on as you did and I think it's so amazing just do that and to be able to be open and vulnerable and to start like just to have that steady foundation really yeah. you know what I mean and that's and I think that's what it is with a lot of these is like paying attention to what that foundation is and then building from that strong foundation because like we said people can change things can shift and so being able to really lay things down just take a look at what's happening around you with yourself with your relationships and then if you see that avoidant shit Slap it around. Get the fuck out <laughs> get of the, here. I know. Get the fuck. Call it out and slash get the fuck out yep. of there because you deserve better. Write it on a piece of paper and burn, burn it. it. Yes. Bye. Yes. Bye, bitch. And literally just, and figuratively get it out. Get it out. And again, give yourself that love that you need because you deserve more. A hundred percent. That's the thing I think for all of all of our anxious people out there, <laughs> you deserve more. A hundred percent. And again, not that we're not talking to our secure and our avoidance, but. But damn, being an anxious person's it, shit. It is. It's, it's a so lot. hard. It's a lot. So we feel you and we cradle you. We love you. We're giving you so much love. You got this. It's okay. Yes. There's, there's light at the end of the of tunnel. tunnel. I swear it. And at the very least, you have friends with us and a lot of others. So you're not alone. alone. That's we're the big thing. You're not alone. here for you know, questions, thoughts, advice, yeah. opinions, let us know. We're yes, here for it. We're and here for it. I think that kind of goes into my sexy tip of the week. Yeah. Give it to him. Hell yeah. Um, my sexy tip of the week is take the attachment yep. test. See where you sit 
and think about it. Yep. And don't think about it for your relationship. Take it for yourself. Yes. Take it for yourself and see how it is and then see see how much it resonates. And then if it's something that you're maybe not so happy with, change it. Hell yeah. Yep. That's perfect. I love that. Progression. Growth. Yes. It's going to be uncomfortable. You're going to find out things about yourself that you might not like or you might do like. Mm-hmm. But growth send, is... Send it a lot of love. <laughs> yes. We love you all. We're sending you your good vibrations. <laughs> you got this. You got this. We believe in you. Yes, we've all got this. Yay. We're good. I We're love good. it. Yay. I love it. <laughs> Thank you so much, Amy. Thank you for your time and just your beautiful energy as always and just like dropping knowledge bombs the way you do. I appreciate the fuck out of Damn. you. That made me feel so good. It's true. <laughs> I do. You. I appreciate you, the universe, our friends, our family. Thank you, everyone. I'm just... Mm taking it all in <laughs> taking it all in we're so excited to be here and we're yeah. so excited to hear that you know we've gotten lots of comments and reviews from people saying that they look forward to hearing yeah. us and they enjoy what we're talking about and it's fun and it's uplifting and it's you know insightful and that's what we're here for and yeah. you know I always appreciate you Val being so vulnerable with everything that we talk about and just being so upfront and honest and that open is book. the <laughs> truth yeah and that is the truth both of us are here being mm-hmm. completely open and vulnerable and honest with you mm-hmm. guys and we're just trying to help you guys you know feel like you have someone to relate to yeah and it, and that it's safe to do those things yes it feels scary at first but it is safe and to just do it live your life yes. be free be free <laughs> shout out to all of our friends our family our our listeners shout yeah. out to luna sound studios yes, chris thank our you, chris. great sound engineer love you fucking savage as always yes thank you sags thank you sags <laughs> Oh my gosh. And with that, we wrap it up. Thank you guys. Love you. Love you. Have a good day. Bye. Bye.